Good morning from New York City. It's only 8.30 and I've already had multiple exchanges with interesting people about what's going on in their lives. And what's coming up for me this morning is this thing I say a lot. It's I'm renegotiating my relationship with. And I use it with everything from I'm renegotiating my relationship with exercise to I'm renegotiating my relationship with time and how I manage myself to I'm renegotiating my relationship with New York City I don't have any idea where I came up with that, but it's if you follow Dear Constance for any amount of time, you hear me talk a lot on the show about reframing, questioning assumptions, paying attention to the stories I tell myself. So in the past 24 hours, I've heard two different stories about people's job situations. One is a woman whose identity is very much around being an entrepreneur. She's had multiple different businesses. She calls herself a serial entrepreneur. Her identity is very tied into being an entrepreneur. She has a podcast related to entrepreneurship. So like I said, her identity is very much tied to this. And she announced on a call that she has taken a job. So she's been struggling for at least a year with a business that's not only not doing very well, but that she really doesn't like. And someone said to her one day, why don't you take a part-time job? And she had a bad reaction to it, but then was able to go back and let that land, question the story she was telling herself. And not only did she find a great part-time job, they wanted her full-time. And it's solving a lot of immediate questions and issues in her life, marital stuff, and health. Her nervous system is really revved up right now. So when someone has their identity tied to being an entrepreneur and they're taking a job, it can feel sort of shameful or embarrassing to speak to other people about this, kind of like you didn't make it or you gave up. And I left her several messages about something I talked about on a past episode about deliberate language. It's all going to go back to how she frames it in her mind, how she thinks it through, and the language she uses to talk about it. She's going to be in an entrepreneurial business. She's going to see the inner workings of someone else's business from a different perch. She'll be in learning mode. She's giving herself a break to rethink what she wants her next entrepreneurial endeavor to look like. You get the idea. But it's entirely up to her how she frames the language she uses to talk about her decision. And then I got a call from a friend whose husband lost his job. There was a reorg. His position was eliminated. He's 61 years old. And she was asking me for some tips and thinking so that she can support him because she knows it's a blow. So I'm going to share what I said because perhaps it can be helpful. I said, first and foremost, he needs to allow for the ending. If you jump back in too quickly to look for another job, you don't allow yourself to kind of land and mourn an ending. Because even if you didn't like your job or were super unhappy, it is still a loss and an ending. And you need to reset. And my second suggestion was to think about how much time he's going to allow himself to let go. It could be eight weeks, 12 weeks, five months, whatever it is, making a decision about how long you're going to allow yourself to take a break and to not get caught up in the job search thinking. When you make a decision about that time frame, you're going to allow yourself to let go. You can expand into the space. You can let your mind wander. You can wonder what might be next. You can get curious about what you could create for your next opportunity. So you shift out of left brain mode a little bit and you let your right brain kick in. And as I said, you wonder and wander and you allow 
information to come in in a different way. You turn off the analytical part of your brain and there's richness there. It's fertile. You can get to a place to wonder what could be, what you might actually like to do. There's a lot of fodder. And by getting clear, I mean thinking through those important filters. What is really important at age 61 in your next job? What's your minimum requirement on salary? How much flexibility do you have in geographic location? How important is title? Is there something you've always wanted to do and never tried? Those are the filters you create for yourself to evaluate future prospects. You get the idea. So I guess I'd say that in both of these stories, the entrepreneur who's taking a job and my friend's husband who's been downsized, it's an opportunity for them to renegotiate the terms of their relationship with work, how they think about it, what they bring to it, what they take away from it, that kind of thing. I use that language also with sibling relationships. That's come up a lot recently with various friends who have kind of some fraught issues with their family, and there is some default behavior happening, liberties taken, comments made that are no longer acceptable. And there can be family struggle. And I always say, well, you're renegotiating the terms of your relationship with your siblings. So I do like that language. It's a good way to think about how you want to evolve something in your life renegotiating the terms of your relationship. You can renegotiate the terms of your relationship with whatever. So let's bring that full circle. What relationships and what aspects of your life are perhaps ripe for renegotiation right now? Where do you need to shift your thinking or find some fresh thinking around situations, challenges, relationships? Try my language on for size. Renegotiating the terms of your relationship. I hope that helps someone out there. That's all for now. Until next time, from my heart to yours.